0: Today is Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're talking last night's World of Outlaws Late Model Show at Cherokee. Plus, we have a Scott Bloomquist update, Mars results, details on Earl Pearson Jr.'s new ride, and we look ahead to a busy weekend of racing across the country. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. The World of Outlaws Late Model Series took to the Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina Carolina last night for the rescheduled 40,000 to win Rock Galt Memorial. I believe I saw it was the highest winner's share ever paid out by the racetrack, so that's pretty cool. The field wasn't the biggest we've seen this season with the Outlaws at 33, but it was packed with quality. Besides the Outlaw regulars, we got Brandon Overton, Kyle Larson, Jonathan Davenport, Tim McCready, Jimmy Owens, Josh Richards, and big name regional guys like Dale McDowell, Chris Ferguson, and Ross Bales. For the feature, it was no surprise to see Kyle Larson start on the pole. He won his heat race and snagged the feature pole in the redraw. Once green, he was strong out front early and actually led through half lay, uh, halfway, but as laps ticked off, the track got super locked down. And everybody was right around the bottom. He started to kind of worry about tire issues as well. Just past halfway, Jonathan Davenport, who had been running second to, uh, to Larson for much of the feature, finally had enough and made a move into turn three to grab the lead. He muscled past Larson to lead lap 33. Once JD was through, though, Larson fell quickly back through the field. The other driver lurking in the top five was Brandon Overton. It was interesting to watch him as he was a, a rare driver to kind of actually get off the bottom and run the middle groove there a little bit where there wasn't actually rubber he ended up making it work for quite a while too he grabbed the lead on the high side from jd on lap 49 over that final 15 lap run though the tire issues started we had multiple cautions late for flat tires that took out drivers like nick hoffman tim mccready ryan gustin fergie and then eventually jonathan davenport Davenport admitted afterwards that they didn't anticipate the tire issues and probably cut their tire up a little bit too much. That's two weeks in a row now that Davenport has been a victim of a flat tire while running up front. In the end, though, Overton survived the final laps and bagged the 40 grand, with Chris Madden finishing second, Jimmy Owens third, Trent Ivey fourth, and Larson in fifth. Watching the feature, I almost wonder if those laps that Overton was up out of the rubber maybe even helped him save some tire for later in the race. Either way though, it was another big money victory for Big Sexy. He's now got four outlaw wins this season to go along with four Lucas victories and that incredible dream sweep at Eldora. Chris Madden's second place finish did see him knock Brandon Shepard's lead down a bit in the point standings, but probably not enough. B-Shep was able to hard charge from 23rd to finish 10th, and the margin is now 162 points. The southern swing for the series continues tonight at Lavonia Speedway in Georgia, and closes out Saturday at Volunteer Speedway in Tennessee. Overton and Madden have won the two previous Livonia stops while, uh, with the Outlaws while Zach Mitchell and Shepard took the Volunteer wins in 2020. Don't expect Kyle Larson to be in the late model the next two nights. It sounds like the World 100 is his next event on dirt. I've had some questions lately about Scott Bloomquist's future and we are getting some of that answered here in the next couple of days. He's been sitting out due to issues with feeling in one of his legs. Uh, And according to the Bloomquist Twitter account, he is registered for next week World 100s at Eldora. Nick Hoffman has been filling in, but it appears as though Hoffman's time with Team Zero is continuing as he's going to be at Eldora in a Team Zero car as well. Hoffman has been fast, so it's great to see him keep getting rides. Elsewhere in late model action last night, Brian Shirley picked up the $5,000 Mars win at Farmer City after starting 7th. He slipped past leader McKay Wanger to grab the top spot with just, you know, just six laps left and drove away to the win. Tanner English ended up second, Mike Spatola third, winger faded to fourth, and Josh Rice completed the top five. Mars is back at Farmer City tonight for another 5,000 to win feature before they roll to Fairbury on Saturday for a 10,000 to win show. On yesterday's show, we talked about the departure of Earl Pearson Jr. from the Black Diamond chassis team. And just one day later, we are talking about Pearson's new ride. In a story posted to Dirt on Dirt from Kevin Kovac, it was revealed that Pearson will complete the Lucas season driving for Jason Papich. Papich and teammate Tony Toast are from California, but they keep their race cars in Missouri and have been regulars with the Lucas Oil MLRA series. Papich is currently third in the MLRA point standings behind Tony Jackson Jr. and Garrett Alberson. Pearson will drive a Longhorn chassis and will make his debut with the team at Knoxville for the late-model Knoxville Nationals in a few weeks. Pearson said he has no plans to race next week at Eldora for the World 100s, but there is talk of him teaming up with Papich to run the full Lucas schedule in 2022. For more details, check out the full story over at dirtondirt.com. Looking ahead to the weekend, there is no lack of racing to watch across the country. The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series begins their trek down the West Coast with three shows at Skagit Speedway in Washington. Logan Shuhart swept the weekend the last time the Outlaws were there back in 2019. We'll Definitely be keeping an eye on what those championship challengers can do, get done over the next couple of nights as well. Brad Sweet currently has 120 points on David Gravel and 160 on Carson Macedo. Both Gravel and Macedo need to keep taking chunks out of Sweet's advantage to make this fight tough down the stretch. The hottest driver with the series right now though is unquestionably Donny Schatz. He has 15 straight top 10 finishes, an average finish of 2.4 over his last 5 races and 3.5 over his last 10. He's also won two of the last 5 features and hasn't finished worse than fourth in nearly a month. We'll have to wait and see what car counts look like for the three nights. Back in 2019 we had 19 and 21 cars, which doesn't bode super well for the weekend. There aren't a lot of 410s in that part of the country with 360 racing kind of being the main focus. Uh, There is nice money on the line with the Sunday finale paying $25,000 to win, but it will depend on it uh, kind of if any guys tow up from California. Could be a tough sell though, especially with the 410 King of the West series at Silver Dollar Speedway for the Louis Vermeule Classic happening. That has two nights of 5000 to win shows. so You're going to have a lot of those 410 guys just staying at home to run that race. As usual, you can find event details at wordofoutlaws.com, and the racing will be live on Dirt Vision. Lucas Oil late-model Dirt Series takes on Portsmouth Raceway Park on Saturday and Tyler County Speedway on Sunday for the Hillbilly 100. Portsmouth pays $15,000 to win, and the Hillbilly 100 is $30,000 to win. The battle for the championship continues with Davenport and Hudson O'Neill trying to track down Tim McCready. Davenport has the most recent win at Portsmouth, while Josh Richards is the defending Hillbilly 100 winner back from 2019. JD needs to shake off the bad luck he's had in his recent starts with these flat tires, and O'Neill needs to keep the consistency going to stay in the fight. Both race nights can be watched live on MAV TV+. Elsewhere this weekend, USAC has the Silver Crown Series at Decoin on Saturday and National Midgets at Angel Park on Sunday. Keep an eye on the Saturday weather though. Things don't look super great for DeCoin. Cody Swanson is the current Silver Crown Series points leader over Logan Seavey, even though he's missed a show. According to the series, the last time a driver won the Silver Crown Championship and missed race was Jimmy Sills in 1994. Weather for Sunday at Angel Park doesn't look like it will be a problem, and that's good because we want to see that good championship battle continue to play out between Buddy Kofoid, Emerson Axum, and Chris Windham. The three drivers are only separated by 41 points, and Axum has been hot lately with nine straight top five finishes. Kofoid has been dealing with injuries in recent weeks because of a pavement late model crash, so hopefully he'll be closer to 100% this weekend. Both of those races can be watched live on flow. Another wing sprint car competition uh, this weekend, the All-Star Circuit of Champions is headed to Attica Raceway Park for two nights in Ohio. Ian Madsen and Justin Peck were All-Star winners at Attica earlier this season. Aaron Reitzel will be in attendance in his new ride, and Tyler Courtney will look to extend his points lead over Corey Eliason. The IRA Sprint Cars have three shows at Dodge County, Plymouth Dirt Track, and 141 Speedway. Jake Blackhurst leads the series, standards, uh, series standings over Scotty Neitzel and Jeremy Schultz. They only have eight race nights left in 2021. And the ASCS National Tour will be at Lake Ozark Speedway in Missouri on Saturday and Sunday as their season edges closer to conclusion. The title fight here is close as well, with Blake Hahn currently leading Matt Covington by 34 and J.J. Hickel by 52. If you're a modified fan, keep an eye on the USMTS and Super Dirt Car Series this weekend. The Super Dirt Car Series is at Lebanon Valley for 25000 to win on Saturday, along with competitors gunning for another guaranteed starting spot in the feature at Super Dirt Week. Stuart Friesen is the series points leader, and Matt Shepard is the most recent winner at the track. USMTS has three races. They're at uh, Mississippi Thunder tonight. Saturday at Deer Creek, and Sunday at Fayette County. Those are all 10,000 to win shows. We've got a nice points fight to watch as well. Derek Ramirez currently leads the standings by 21 over Jake O'Neill, and defending champion Rodney Sanders is third, only 45 points out. All three nights are live on Racender, and you can find links to that on the streaming schedule. Speaking of the Watch Tonight page, uh, it's again a stacked streaming schedule for this Friday and the weekend ahead. Today, there are 36 shows across the various services, with another 89 coming for Saturday and Sunday. That includes both Outlaw Series, the All-Stars, Lucas, USAC, Mars, the IRA, USMTS, events like the Race Saver Nationals at Eagle, and a ton of local and regional racing. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Let me know in the comments below uh, where you're going to be headed to the track this weekend, what you're going to be watching on the streaming services, what you're excited for. Also, let me know some win picks you might have for the weekend. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.